Welcome to the Behind Their Business Podcast, the show that's peeling back the curtain and showing what's actually happening behind the scenes of running a business. I'm your host, Steph Blake, and each week you'll hear from women at all levels of business who are showcasing their stories of struggle and triumph as they juggle business ownership with day-to-day life. Join us to hear inspiring stories and strategies for starting and growing your own business. Hey everybody, Steph Blake here, and I am so glad that you are here for this week's episode. As usual, it is going to be amazing, so you are in for a treat. But before we dive into that episode, I want you to join our private and 100% free and supportive community for business owners to connect in called the Confident CEO Community. So if you have not joined us yet, here is your invitation to come and join us. Each week I also do a live training to share my best tips and tricks for scaling an online business the easy way. We talk about strategy, team building, mindset, tools, automation, and everything in between to help you confidently step into the CEO role in your business. So you can go to confidentceocommunity.com to join us today. And now let's dive in to this discussion with our incredible guest. Hello, everybody. This is going to be an interesting episode because the guest for this initial episode is going to be me because I know that this podcast is focused on sharing stories of business owners, so it really only made sense to start with my own story so that you guys can get to know me a little bit better and have a foundation as I connect with the other amazing people that I'm going to be interviewing on this show. So when I start to talk about different topics, she'll be like, oh yeah, Steph talked about that before. I know a little bit about her background. So not going to take a very long time to go through this. I'm going to try to go through uh, like a timeline. I think that's the easiest way to break it down for you guys. So Going all the way back to my childhood, it was a pretty typical childhood. It was happy childhood. Um, Nothing crazy happened. I grew up playing sports. I actually played softball for close to like 15 to 20 years, something like that. Uh, I also played volleyball, soccer, basketball, all of them. One thing that did happen when I was about nine years old, what nine years old was my parents got divorced, and during that time, it didn't feel like it had really like any big effect on me. I mean, we had to go to different houses for the holidays and on weekends and things like that. But during the time, it was just like, okay, mom and dad live in different houses. Later, as in like recently, that has now come up, resurfaced in my life and has subconsciously been affecting me, which I'll talk about later. But um, overall, pretty typical childhood. Now, when I went um, into my teenage years, also pretty typical. I didn't do great in school, which was pretty shocking to people because of how well I did in college. But I, like most teenage girls, was like really focused on chasing boys, which sounds ridiculous. But I chased the boys. I was still playing sports. And when I was 17 years old, I actually got into an abusive relationship, which lasted for five years. And I'm sure that I'm going to talk about more of that in a future episode, but it really shaped the entire essence of me as a human. If anybody who is listening has been in an abusive relationship of any type, whether it was emotional or physical, you know how much this changes you like from the core of your being, right? So um, 
yeah, that happened. I was, that was at the time of my, I'm thinking back, my senior year of high school. So then after that, I went to college. I wasn't allowed to go away to college. This boyfriend wouldn't let me. So I stayed close to home and I lived at home. I went to school, came back. I wasn't allowed to go to any parties. I wasn't allowed to drink. I did not have a normal college experience. I actually ended up graduating in three years. I got a four-year degree in three years. I graduated cum laude. So like, I did really well in college, which was such a shock to people because I didn't do well in high school because I didn't care about school, right? But so I was still in this abusive relationship throughout college. Over this time, I gained about 60 pounds over the course of that relationship because it was a terrible relationship. I was turning to food for comfort. Again, if you have been here, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And after college ended, I actually got an internship at an engineering company designing instruction manuals. And yes, it is about as boring as it sounds, but this was during, this was right after 08. I graduated college in 2010, so we were still recovering from the 08 crash in the U.S., so there was just, it wasn't a good job market, so I just took what I could get, right? And then a few years, I think I was about 22 was when I ended up leaving that relationship. I found out that he was cheating on me. I always thought that he was cheating on me, but I actually found proof that it was happening. So that was the end of that. I had just had had enough. I packed everything up and I left. Um, and then I went full time working at that engineering company. Um, I also moved into my own apartment, so I was living on my own for really the first time in my life at age 22, and I also had to get a part-time job to help pay all of the bills. So during this time in my early 20s, I was working about 60 hours a week. Like I said, I wasn't really doing anything other than working until about 23 or so. I started to make some friends again with people I was working with. I reconnected with people from high school because during high school, I forgot to mention this, but my boyfriend at the time wasn't allowing me to see anybody. So I had literally no friends. I was almost disconnected from my family. It was really just me and him. So um, during this time after I left him, I was about 23, I made some friends again, I started drinking a lot, I started partying a lot, and my friends at the time, they said that I was like this beast who was released from a cage because I didn't go through that normal like drinking and partying phase in college like most people do because I was in this relationship. So that lasted for about two years. And then in my mid-20s, I just became really unhappy with myself, with my weight, because at this point I had gained even more weight because I was drinking all the time and eating terrible food. So I just kind of stopped doing that cold turkey and started exercising multiple times a day, got really fit, lost all of the weight and then some. I was at my lowest weight since high school, really. And um, I was also at the point in my life where I was like, you know what, I'm ready to move to the big city. So I um, was living in Indiana at the time, and I moved to Chicago to work at a PR agency that specialized in franchising. And this was like a completely different world that I was opened up to. And um, a few years into, well, actually, no, after I started that job, I had actually met um, this guy on Tinder, if you guys remember that. And 
um, dated him for a couple of months, didn't work out, we stayed good friends, but then I met another guy, and this man turned out to be my now husband. And people always find that story to be really interesting because they're like, well, you dated this guy and then you dated his best friend. Like, isn't that weird? And he's, no, it's it's not that weird. His, um, my husband's best friend was actually the best man at our wedding. So that was a really funny wedding speech to say the least. So speaking of that, um, towards my late 20s when I was 27, I ended up getting married to my husband. And that was when I found the online business world. So I am kind of like a grandma in terms of the online business space because most people these days, they're finding it in their teens, early 20s. I didn't even discover the online business world until I was about 27. And um, from the time I was about 28 to 30, I was still working at that PR agency. I had started doing some work on the side in the online business space. I was really wanting to just go out on my own, do my own thing, because at my full-time job, like I said, I was working, excuse me, in the franchise industry, and I was working with entrepreneurs all day, and they were going after their dreams. They were starting these businesses on their own, and I wanted to do the same thing for myself. I was thinking, like, if they can do all of this, why can't I? Why can't I go to the grocery store at 10 in the morning instead of sitting in a cubicle? So... I started out with a graphic design business on Etsy. I went to college for graphic design. So I was like, okay, I can create some some different graphics for people. And I charged $5 each, which was awful. I never suggest that. I was completely undercharging and not valuing my time or my skill at all. After that, I discovered the world of virtual assistants. So I pivoted to offer virtual assistant tasks, and then that eventually turned into an agency. Now, between that time, there were a couple of years there, and I I started a lot of different businesses. I was doing a lot of different things to try to figure out what I enjoyed and what I was good at. So Shortly after we got married, I started a wedding planning business because I loved the process of planning my wedding. You guys, if you don't already know, you will come to know that I am obsessed with organization and color coding and automation and systems and all of that. So this just sounded really fun to me. So I did that for a couple of months. I also did website design and I started, um, I joined a network marketing company And I also had a membership site for people who were also in a side hustle. I'm not joking when I say I did it all. I think there was a total of like nine different businesses over the course of three years. It was was a mess. (laughs) And I also launched a podcast at that time too, which was focused on something completely different than what this podcast is about. Like I was literally trying to do everything I could to get out of that nine to five job. Now, when I turned 30, I had my son. He's my beautiful little baby boy. He will always be my little baby. At the time of recording this, he's about um, two years old now, which is crazy to think about. And at that point, after I had him, I left my nine to five job. I went full time in my business. And basically everybody in my life thought that I was crazy because I had this newborn baby that I was staying home with full time. And I had this full time business, which was kind of like a second newborn, right? Because side hustling versus running a business full time, totally different things. 
but I was able to make this work because I really was focused on doing only the things that I needed to be doing and focusing on one main thing, which turns out is actually what I focus on helping my clients do now is to do that same thing. Get really focused and focus on one main thing to scale their own businesses. And in this year, I actually had my best year up until that point. And I was averaging about $14,000 a month as a service provider, which is not very common in the service provider space because it's not easy to do unless you know what you're doing. So about a year after that, I decided to, so I'm about four years into my business at this point, I decided to pivot from VA work and move into a coaching and consulting role instead. So I wanted to help other service providers basically do all of the things that I spent about four years trying to figure out how to do. So I took all of those learnings and I'm sharing them with other people. So this is the main focus when I work on work with people in my programs or on a one-on-one basis. So helping them either start or scale their service-based businesses online. And if you want to learn more about that, you're more than welcome to. You can go to theblakecollective.com, get all of the details for that, or you can send me a DM on Instagram, and I'm happy to talk with you about that. I'll put all of those links in the show notes for you guys. So um, you can easily grab those, and I'll put my Instagram handle. All of that will be in the show notes. And During this time, I also went through a lot of internal changes, which you'll notice in your own business as you start to scale and you start to surpass those $100,000 years, there's a lot of feelings that come up that you need to work through. And if you've been following me on Instagram, you know that I talk about this quite a bit, but feeling of like needing to work constantly, feeling really worthy of success and deserving of success and feeling even capable of helping other people in their businesses, right? These are a lot of really heavy things that I had to work through. And I mentioned this earlier in this episode, but this is something that I realized had come up from my parents' divorce. Like all of these feelings that were kind of shoved deep down inside of me that I hadn't really worked through. So um, I did a lot of work on that and I'm still continuing to do work on that. And probably will for the rest of my life, honestly, not just with my parents' divorce, but also just just growing internally, right? Because we're always growing, we're always shifting, we're always changing. And it's just something to really important to do to just really know and understand yourself. And then also at this time was when I knew that I really wanted to start a podcast. And that was when I came up for with the idea for this podcast. And it really excited me because this is not something that a lot of other people do in the podcasting space, right? Like people are really focused on, well, the majority of the podcasts, I should say, are focused on like sharing strategies and sharing tips and tricks for growing your business or scaling your business. And while that's all great, I listened to a lot of those. I wanted to do something different. I really wanted to focus on helping other people and in, like inspire them, help them grow and really share just how they can do that by showcasing other people and sharing their stories with them. And I know that now that that's why I went through all of those difficulties that I did in my life with my parents' divorce and um, leaving my nine to five job and going through that abusive relationship so that I can continue to inspire and show people that regardless of what you've been through in your life, you can still 
be really successful in the end. And I know that my story is inspiring, but there are so many other people out there who have defied the odds. So that's what this podcast is for. It's truly about not only inspiring others to start and grow their own businesses, but it's also a place to serve too, which is why we have that scholarship component to this podcast, to this community, because our goal is to give at least five women every quarter $500. And that may change as this podcast grows. I hope it does. I hope that number gets to like $1,000 and $1,500 and $2,000. I know that I can't do this on my own, so that's why I'm calling on the collective to help make this possible. I truly want to have as much of an impact as possible on people, women specifically, who want to either start or scale their businesses, but they may not have the financial means to do that right now. So that is what this podcast, this scholarship is all about. So if you are feeling called to support this mission of bringing more women-led businesses into the world, we would love to have you on our side. So if you are feeling called to donate, you can go to BehindTheirBusiness.com, click on the donate button, or you can just share your favorite podcast episodes with your friends and your family members to continue inspiring others that cost you literally nothing. And if you do choose to donate, we have a couple of special bonuses. You'll see when you go to the website, we have a couple of different tiers that you can select from. But this is our way of really saying thank you. Like, thank you for going above and beyond and not only supporting this show, but also supporting all of the other women who want to take that next step in their life and have that level of freedom, but they're just not, it's just not happening for them right now. So each of these donations, it's every single dollar counts, right? Like every single dollar and every action counts. And I just want to say that I'm so grateful for every single person listening right now and also listening to the future episodes as they come out. So I, like I said, this was going to be a short one. This is about 15 minutes long. So I really hope that this episode give gave you a little bit more background on me, my story, because like I said, I am your host of this show. I'm going to be showing up with you guys every single week. So let me know what you thought of this and all of the other future episodes. You can send me a DM on Instagram or just leave us a review. That's also so incredible because that helps to push our podcast out into the world even more. The more reviews we get, the more people who will be able to see this. So like I said, I hope this was helpful for you guys. And I cannot wait to see you again next week with our really incredible guest. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. And I will see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Behind Their Business podcast with me, Steph Blake of the Blake Collective, which is a female-led company focused on helping online entrepreneurs start and scale their own businesses. If you or someone you know would make a great guest for the show, we would love to interview you. Visit our website at BehindTheirBusiness.com to submit a short application and learn more about the show and how you can support our mission. If you enjoyed the show, we would love for you to share it with a friend or a loved one too. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Thank you again for listening to the Behind Their Business podcast.